on our sermon this morning, our message this morning, and I thought it might be good to mention it this afternoon. If you want to just turn in your Bibles to Luke 22, that's where we're going to read. So this morning we looked at um, the verses dealing with our thoughts and about our minds and our thinking, okay? So we were taught, and the title of the message was How to Avoid Stinking Thinking. How to Avoid Stinking Thinking, Wrong Thinking. So I saved this for this afternoon intentionally, kind of sort of intentionally. But some of you will remember back before this building was ever finished, we met in the, the, that was the main auditorium over there, what we call the chapel now. So we met there, and the church had grown by leaps and bounds. You remember me telling, you know, the one, one Sunday we had 22 people walk the aisle to join the church. Most of it, most of the enthusiasm was centered around homeschooling, and especially the ATI program. That's where most of it, most of the interest. And so at one time, our membership consisted of, uh, I think it was 42 or 44, but I think it was 42 families that were enrolled in ATI. Can you imagine 42 families? Now we're talking about families that would have, you know, two children to 12 to 14 children. Enrolled, So the place was packed. That's why we said we needed a new building, a bigger building. And during those days, during those days, there was, um, I would say, a pretty consistent dress pattern. I don't know, I don't know what, how to say, but, but I would say the ladies were basically covered from their Adam's apple to their ankles. And, um, and so, uh, and some had head coverings. And, and then there was a big movement to making your own homemade wheat bread. And so we had the truck, do y'all remember, from the north that brought down the, all the different wheats. And if you can imagine, so for here's this little East Texas Oaks neighborhood, and you've got all these people coming. I mean, it was like, and the ball field was full almost every Sunday. You had all these people here. And then on Saturday, some Saturdays when we would order a truckload of wheat, the 18-wheeler would pull in into the parking lot, and people would come, and you'd see all these ladies dressed, Adam's apple covered down to their ankles, and running around, skirting around, gathering up their buckets of wheat. Well, in the neighborhood, because we lived here, we lived here 19 years next door. In the neighborhood, the word was spreading we have a cult that's moved in. It's a cult. I mean, they're, they're weird 
and they have this 18-wheeler, and they come in there, and they get their, their wheat, and then they scatter. <laughs> I mean, you can imagine if you're just an average person out here in the neighborhood, and you see all that going on, and you're thinking, and they stay all, all day. They stay all day. They're out there on the ball field, and they stay there till. I mean, we literally had to run people off at 9 o'clock at night. So I'm going somewhere with this. So I had a guy, and I've had a deal. Listen, y'all will never know behind the scenes all the things that I've had to deal with. But I had a man, now this is the, I'm telling you the honest truth. I had a man come to me and look at me and he said, Pastor, you're going to need to do something. I said, about what? He said, the way the women are dressing. I said, well, what's, what's going on? What's I said, there, he said, I'm struggling in my mind. I'll, I'll just say it that that's the nicest way I can say it. I'm struggling in my mind. I said, over the way the women are dressing? I said, they're covered from their Adam's apple to their ankles. And he said, it's the pattern on their dresses. I mean, I'm telling you the truth. He said it's the pattern on the dresses that's causing me to have this problem. And I looked at him, I looked at that man, and I looked at him as firmly as I know how, and I said, my brother, if you're having a lust problem at North Belt Baptist Church, I don't know how in the world you're existing at Walmart. How do you even go to Walmart? How do you go to anywhere outside? If you're struggling... So I'm using that as a point. I didn't mention that today, this morning. I mentioned it because we didn't get into the stinking thinking that is immoral. And there have been plenty of men come through this church that have confessed to me, I'm not the priest, but they've confessed to me their mental, immoral struggles that they've battled. And I'm telling you, you would be shocked at the number and at who. So I'm saying we all have a responsibility to guard our minds, protect our minds from allowing even the tiniest, slightest little bit of advantage of Satan having a moment to captivate us in our minds. And we, and as we say, kind of started off this morning, didn't we? Nip it in the bud. Don't entertain it. And listen, this is, this is what has actually been a surprise. This now has my experience in the congregation has now been with what I would call children and some ladies. It's not just been, you know, your men. So I would encourage, so this is something when we talk about the battle for the mind, we talk about the struggle that we have as the fiery darts from Satan are coming at us and attacking our minds. In this day and age, there are, there are books there are uh, focused on the family has done a tremendous effort. There are there 
I went to a, a conference in the North Woods. I was at a conference and there were, Dr. Charles Stanley was there. I actually got to talk to him. The first night, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The first night of the conference with staff, preachers and their staff was spent, the first night was spent with staff members confessing their lustful thoughts and problems they're having in their minds. So none of us are exempt and we all need to pay attention to the concerns. And as I said this morning, parents, you need to pay attention to what's going on in your children's lives because Satan is out to destroy your family. Satan is out to destroy your testimony. Satan is out to destroy our church. I don't know if you've noticed or not, but he's out to destroy. He wants the doors at North Belt Baptist Church closed because we've had such an impact. We've got people, we've got people going around the world and in many, many states that are carrying the gospel into other states from the, out of this church. So be aware, the attack on the mind is real. And we need to be very guarded and very protective and careful. Not paranoid, not, you know, not sickly paranoid over it, but very cautious and careful and alert to danger because it's real. And I've got 40, uh, next month, 48 years. 48 years in full-time ministry dealing with people and they've talked to me and talked to me about their situations and what they're struggling with. And I'm telling you, it's very real. It happens to the best of us. And I would encourage you to be alert. So as we prepare for the Lord's Supper, if there's any ground, anybody in this church that's given any kind of ground to Satan, confess it, turn from it, repent of it, ask the Lord to give you the strength to overcome it, and He will. But to ignore it is not the solution. Ignoring it is not the answer. Denying that it's not happening in your life, that's not going to work. You have to be honest before God. He already knows. But he's waiting on us to agree with him. That's what confession is. It's agreeing with God over what, uh, what he's already said in his word is sin. And if we're involved in it, we confess it and agree with him and trust him. We turn from it and we turn to him. So does that make sense? It's important to be aware, be alert, because the mind, I believe there's such a fight for the mind that's one, and I know I agree with the statements I've made in the last few weeks about how can America be thinking like we're thinking. I think it's a judgment of God, but also there's been such a brainwashing of the mind that people can actually look at a male and say, if he wants to be, he could be a female. And that's that's what... Th th that kind of thinking. And then to say, yeah, at school, we can tell them and, and it can happen without parents' approval and all this stuff. This is really weird thinking that our nation has embraced. And if we are not hearing it from the pulpit, 
if we're not hearing it in the church to stand against it, to be opposed to it, where are you going to hear it? So it's important that we stand firm, but we, but all of us have responsibility to be alert to the danger, the reality that it can happen to every one of us. And don't think your kids are exempt because they're not. Satan's after them too. So I just would encourage you, let's really take this Lord's Supper seriously and not partake in an unworthy manner. So I'd like to read in Luke, if you would. Luke 22, beginning in verse 14. <clears throat> and when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, with desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood which is shed for you. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful for the, for the blood. We're grateful for the blood of Jesus. We're grateful for the broken body, the sacrifice of Jesus' body on the cross. The payment of sin that, was, that took place on Calvary. God, I pray that we would not abuse the grace that you so freely given to us. Thank you for Jesus dying, for loving us so much he'd be willing to give his life. Thank you that you love us so much you gave your son. And I pray today that we would examine ourselves, that we would be determined not to give ground to Satan in our minds. That our minds would be guarded, protected by the word of God and the spirit of God. I pray you'd cause us to be alert. Everything that pops up this week on our phones, things that come our way, that, Lord, we would be able to resist and turn away. And uh, just pray it should help us. Give us victory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.